welcome back to the Tangy Community Download. I am here with Blake Baker, an Woo-hoo. orientation leader here on campus, one of the leaders for the orientation leaders. I always see you on their Instagram, <laughs> on their videos and stuff. And so I wanted to get you on because obviously we've got December rolling around, January. Those are big times for orientation leaders mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you do a lot of other stuff in the community, too. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, as well. And also another cool thing that you're one of my former students. We've talked about my Yay. high school experience, teaching <laughs> high school. Oh god! And so we'll probably talk about that a little bit. You can tell tell the viewers how terrible of a teacher I was, and we'll get into that. <laughs> but uh, so far, how are you enjoying your experience at Southeast when you're a sophomore? Right. So it's yeah, I'm a sophomore. I'm a sophomore biology major, and it's been really awesome. I have gotten involved immediately from the start. Before my freshman year even started, I joined the Color Guard, and that was like an immediate group of friends that I had, which was really nice. I was able to go and eat lunch with them and study with them. And then as you know, the semester went on, I got more involved, and I knew I wanted to be an orientation leader because both of my sisters were orientation leaders in 2018. And so I applied. I, yeah. <laughs> I applied. I went to all the interviews, and I picked up the letter that said if I was in or not. And I went and I sat down outside of my math class and I opened it and I screamed because I got it. I was like, yes, I was Mm -hmm. so excited. And everything's just been great from there. I've got a lot of new opportunities. I'm a tour guide now. I joined a sorority because of it. It's it's been crazy. (laughs) You're like one of the poster children of campus engagement. I actually did a promotional video for the College of Science and Technology because of that that. yeah yeah the production value was very high i think that uh the southeastern channel helped out with that i saw that heck yeah and so that's that's pretty cool i i know that um you know we talk about it a lot this is a a, kind of a main focus of this podcast so far has been student engagement because obviously i'm here at 90.9 the lion and we employ a lot of student workers Mm -hmm. it's uh you know the broadcast organizations all kinds of stuff so like Student engagement is really important, and so that's one of the like the key factors of what we do here at Southeastern. And you, you know, <laughs> you're involved in so much, mm-hmm. and you're an orientation leader, so you can kind of talk to the new regime of students coming right. in and be like, "Hey, join this." I know all the tea. I did this. I know all yeah. the all the good clubs to join. I, I and you know being a tour guide I've learned so much more I'm like oh this is where this club meets this is where this club we have over 200 clubs on campus and if you don't have one that you like you can make one I just, I'm I'm like a walking southeastern I think you're like the you are southeastern yeah I am so southeastern instead of getting like a promotional book they just send Blake send on a me. tour and then it's, <laughs> it's all good so that's one of the things that like I think is so cool it's like when you're an orientation leader you get to do so much like I always thought that orientation leaders were automatically tour guides. I didn't know that like that was mm-hmm. a thing you had to like start doing. Yeah, no, you have to like apply. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm. I think you get like a better chance of being a tour guide if you're an orientation leader, to be honest, because as an orientation leader, you get trained to be a tour guide because there are. You might get called to pick up a tour that someone might have you know dropped, or you know during orientation, the first two weeks, we actually gave our students tours at orientation and we ended up changing that because we just didn't like the way it worked out but we did that and because of that I was able to be a tour guide now and I really like it I really enjoy it that's awesome I know that uh I know that you have fun I know that your sisters had fun too (laughs) something the the listeners don't know is I grew up with your sisters (laughs) I was 
really good friends with Buffy and Bethany, and so I knew that they enjoyed it, Mm -hmm. and I had a select group of friends that were also orientation leaders, and it always looked like so much fun. And it was something that I thought I maybe would want to do, but I just didn't have enough time. Because I was really involved. It takes up a lot of time. I was really involved in college. I was Mm -hmm. in the broadcast club, the president. And so, like, I I did a lot. And so I think being an orientation leader may have been a little too much. So it was a little (laughs) lofty. But it looked really cool. Yeah, it was um, my entire summer I spent up here. I got free housing and free meal plan, which was nice. But I was up here all summer uh you know 7 to 5:30 working on you know the behind the scenes of orientation that no one really gets to see except for admissions and you know stuff in bags and rolling t-shirts and making posters and stuff like that and it was really fun i was able to get really close with my other orientation leaders because we all lived in a dorm together mm-hmm. but it was it was a lot of work definitely but it was worth it, in my you, opinion. You kind of have to become friends at that oh, point. Oh yeah, when you yeah. Time. <laughs> well, like if you don't, then it's going to be a very awkward situation. Yeah, we um we went to Florida together for mm-hmm. our leadership conference. We went on a little retreat where we would all like get closer and bond. We basically like trauma bonding, basically yeah. is what it was. And you know, spending all of summer together, and then you know, we still hang out now. We hang out a little less, which kind of makes me sad. But I still, whenever I see them, I'm like, hey, what's up, like. I don't know. I think it's a bond that's never going to go away. Yeah, and then y'all will get back to it soon, right, with more orientations on the horizon? Um, Well, actually, a special thing about Southeastern is that we get new orientation leaders every year. You can only be an orientation leader once. So they've actually already started, like, the interview process for our next generation of OLs. Um, And I wish I could do it more. You know, I wish I could do it for the rest of college. But I think it's good that everyone like kind of gets a chance, an opportunity mm-hmm. to be an orientation leader because it is a really awesome experience. See, I didn't know that it was only one time. I yeah. thought that you could do it for – I knew there was probably a cap, but I thought you could mm-hmm. do it for more than once. Or... No, that's how it is for a lot of other colleges. But here we get like once every year, I guess. Bringing that new group, that fresh mm-hmm. group. So that's cool. Uh How's it being a biology major? You enjoy it? I <laughs> I do. I enjoy it. I love biology. Someone who doesn't love biology might lo- might not love being a biology major, but I really enjoy it. We actually just started our um, like chapter on infectious diseases and stuff today in my micro 205 class and that is like my specialty like that's what I want to do for a career and I just I love it I love everything about it I'm so excited my the teachers are awesome um I've made so many like good friends with the biology program I was going to join the biology undergraduate society but I've just I've committed to too many things I don't want to spread myself too thin because there's meetings every Wednesday and I just don't want to spread myself in too many places that I can't all be at one time. But I'm still pretty involved with the biology department, I would say. I went and ate bugs for National Edible Bug Day. Mm, that okay. was It was actually really good, to be honest. What's the best bug? Um, the mealworm cookies were actually mm. really tasty. Okay. They were white chocolate, and I was kind of on the fence about it because I don't like white chocolate. And the person who was giving the cookies was like, you don't like white chocolate. That's the thing that's turning you off from these cookies and not the worms. And I was like, yeah, actually. And she was like, just try it. And it was actually really good. <laughs> so do they have like crickets and stuff too? Mm-hmm. Like I know that people eat crickets. I know that they eat roaches. Yeah, there was cricket trail mix and then the white chocolate mealworm cookies. But I also want to I want to try, they make like scorpion lollipops. I want to try mm-hmm. that. I've and, seen that. Yeah. 
And I, I don't know. I think it'd be so cool to have like a, a roasted cockroach, something like mm-hmm. that. I think that'd be cool. Maybe I'll host the next Edible Bug Day. Definitely, your definition <laughs> of cool is a little different than mine. I sounds gross to me, but I'm excited that you enjoyed that. Yeah. Well, it's so cool that I can say that I willingly ate a bug mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. It was so good. I'm sure it's good protein. Oh I'm yeah, sure that <laughs> I'm sure that that's something that people look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. You know, you're the first biology major we've had on here, and I really don't know much about biology. I took one biology class, and I think I got a C. So about I don't think I did too great. In DNA it. replication and all that basic stuff. Yeah, that, like, <laughs> I remember. I remember from high school, like Punnett squares. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure those don't exist in actual college. Not really. No. We did that in our I was biology lied to lab. In high school. Yeah. We we actually you do you remember how in high school we got with a partner and we would make like combine your genes together to make a child? Yes. We did that in one of my labs and our I just got the memory for it today and our child's name was Lizard. I don't remember why its name was Lizard, but mm-hmm. its name was Lizard. And so we did that. And that was pretty fun. I, We're, think, I love genetics. I'm I taking th- that next semester. I think me and my friend Derek did it, which obviously physically impossible for both of us to <laughs> yeah. make a child. But yeah, it was pretty cool. And we like drew it. And then obviously my friend Derek is Vietnamese. So we tried really. I know about Derek. Yeah, tried really hard <laughs> to like make it. Uh, he tried really hard to make it look like him and a mixture <laughs> of me, and we're not artists. So right. it didn't work out the way we wanted it to, but it, it was fun. Um, I re- you know, biology's always sound cool because obviously it's like how we how we are. Mm-hmm. It's w- what we are. And so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I said in the video that it makes me feel connected to the world, which was mm-hmm. so, so basic, but it's true. You know, I'm like, I like to learn how things work and how things work for me and my body mm-hmm. and other people's bodies. Not like the anatomy and physiology bit about it, but just knowing like this is what's happening and Mm -hmm. this is happening everywhere and this is how we live. It's just crazy to me. (laughs) Yeah, it's really cool. So another thing I wanted to talk to you about, because I know that you guys, you and your family are very, very, very involved in this. And this is an event (laughs) happening right here in Tangeville Parish right now for the next uh, probably month or so. Until the, the second weekend of December. Yeah, I think little, I know what you're talking about. The Louisiana Renaissance Festival. Oh, yeah. And that's that's kind of, it's a big event here, and I wanted, because obviously that's an impact in the community, because that's a big, it's a big draw. We get a lot of people from around that come here mm-hmm. and are a part of that, and you guys have y'all's own booth. You've been involved with it since you were, I mean, very young, because mm-hmm. I know that, I know that when I was, you know, friends with your sisters that they were doing it at the Mm -hmm. renaissance festival and so that was a long time ago so y'all have been involved in it for a long time yeah um i've been going since i was about three years old um we didn't start actually working there until about 2019 that was when we um first opened our booth there and it was not really a booth we had a tent and we were you know selling our merchandise out of it and it was just kind of like a dream come true for us because we, you know, kind of grew up with the Renaissance Festival. It opened in 2000 and we started going, um, I guess, like 2003, I think. So we've been going for a long time. And it was just really cool to kind of become a part of it because we had known a lot of the cast. We know the actors and the people that work there. And it was really cool to just become a part of that. 
um, and like kind of get to know more of the behind the scenes bit of everything that goes into it. And, you know, basically like living there for six weeks, that was also a really cool part of it too. And now we have a whole building out there and it's much better than having a dinky little tent. I'll tell you that. So the building much better than a tent. You heard it here first. I know that, um, (laughs) I know that my favorite part of the Renaissance Festival is obviously always the food Mm, and, mm -hmm. But I really like, like, the atmosphere. Because you go there yeah. and, like, everyone's just okay with being themselves. It's not mm-hmm. a place where anyone's scared to be who they are. You know, you see, you may see a guy dressed up as a horse or <laughs> yeah. a, a woman dressed up as an elf or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're going and they're just being who they are. And it's a really cool environment to go to because it's really the only place that's offering anything like that around here where you mm-hmm. just go and it's it's basically you're living out of fantasy. Yeah. And it's really cool. And it's it's cool that we have that here in Hammond or in yeah. the Hammond area, mm-hmm. something that we don't have to drive far to. It's just right down the road. It's basically in the. It's like the Robert Hammond line, right? Like, like literally the same road that Hammond High Magnet is on, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I think it's crazy that the Louisiana Renaissance Festival is right here in town. That's so cool. I've, I'm so glad I don't have to drive so far to go to it. Yeah, and when you get there, it's huge. Oh, like yeah. Once you, you don't realize just how big it is until you start walking around it. And then you're like, man, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. And it's a, it's a good a lot. It's not like it's too overwhelming at all. Like, you can do the whole thing in a day. Mm-hmm. You have the whole day to do it. It's like it's really cool. I know I love the jousting. That's mm-hmm. fun to watch because it's just a, two grown dudes with big Big sticks. Big whole horses. And horses. <laughs> they're just going at each other. And it's, I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I've always had fun with that. Our booth is actually right behind the joust. So we get to watch it. And then after the joust is over, everyone comes to our booth and buys our stuff. So that's a really nice plus, too. And that works out. So what do you guys sell? I, I know what you guys sell. But <laughs> about it. So we sell foam weapons, armor, like helmets and stuff like that. And it's made out of EVA foam, which is basically kind of like that floor mat, uh, like anti-fatigue foam. So definitely not styrofoam. A lot of people think it's styrofoam and we're like, no, it's much better than styrofoam. Um, so it's really durable, really good for cosplaying, for kids who want to beat the crap out of each other. Um, just like people have it as decorations in their house. We make a lot of one-of-the-kind pieces. Like we did a batleth from... What's it called? Star Trek. Yes. Mm. With the Klingon weapon. And um, we do a lot of like Star Wars themed stuff, but make it medieval. Um, We have we actually have a Darth Maul like armor set in the booth right now. It's like red and black with a whole bunch of horns and stuff. And you can wear that. You know, you can wear it to the Renaissance Festival. You can we make sports themed helmets that a lot of people actually do wear to football games and stuff like that. Um, very popular with the kids when they do want to beat each other up, but the parents don't want to buy a wooden weapon that might hurt somebody. Um, and we do a lot of custom stuff too. A lot of people will come up to us and say, this is what I want. I want it, you know, as a Christmas gift for, you know, my husband, my kid, whatever. And yeah, it's very versatile thing that you can do with foam very different i am the crown specialist so we make a lot of like crowns Mm -hmm. and i paint them all i design them put you know glitter and tool and jewels and stuff on it and that's my favorite thing to do but i also like to stand outside of the booth and look pretty and tell people to come into the shop hey well that works that's that's really cool because like you guys are helping people like i talked about it you're going and living a fantasy you're Mm -hmm. helping people get immersed in that fantasy 
you know, they're buying, you know, these foam weapons. It's not, for those people, it's not like you're buying this for no reason. They're mm-hmm. buying it to assist in the immersion in this right. fantasy. Because real weapons, if you bring a real weapon, like a real sword, it has to be peace tied. So you can't like take it out at the festival. But these things you can. And so you can play around, you can go into a field and whack each other and pretend that you're a knight or pretend that you're a unicorn fairy. And I think it's really cool because we get to watch people walk away with our stuff and we'll see these children pretending to be queens and kings and princesses and fight each other to the death. And I love that. That's awesome. So are there anything, is there anything this year new about the Renaissance Festival or independent to this year's Renaissance Festival or any, are they doing anything cool like themes wise or anything like that? Um, Well, we do have themed weekends. That's been a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, This coming weekend is Viking weekend. So that's exciting. But something new that I did notice, um, I'm busy. So like, I'm not able to like really walk around the festival. We did get some new fences. So that's nice. And also, I think it's called Fridays. They have loaded fries. Mm -hmm. They are at the festival now, and they are so good. Oh, my gosh. They have these boudin fries. They have buffalo fries. And they're right next to our booth. So I take advantage of that most definitely. That sounds delicious. I know my favorite (laughs) thing is uh, the turkey legs. Oh, yeah. Obviously, you have to get there at 6 o'clock in the morning (laughs) to get one. The turkey legs are very popular. Yeah, they run out within the first 37 minutes of the the festival, but... Uh, that's because that just that just a testament to how good they yeah. are. And so everyone wants turkey leg one. is like a staple of any Renaissance yeah. festival. I really like gumbolaya, so they pour gumbo on top of jambalaya. It's mm-hmm. so good. And Nola Mia actually has a place out there too, and they have these boudin balls with these this ramalad sauce. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Hmm. It's delicious, and they're like huge baseball bat size boudin balls. They're so good. Size of a baseball bat. That's pretty big. Well, I was going to do my fingers like this, and I was like, wait. I get that. So, yeah, obviously, the Renaissance Festival happening right now. It started last weekend, and it's a a big deal in Hammond. Uh, Field trips, students Mm -hmm. go to it, other types of people. So if you're listening, definitely go out and check it out. Uh, For a day of entertainment, I don't know the exact price of a ticket, but it's really not that much. Adult tickets online are $25, Mm -hmm. but if you go in person, I'm pretty sure it's $30. So buy them tickets online. Yeah, and obviously twenty five. I mean, you go to a movie theater to buy popcorn and a ticket. You're paying twenty five dollars, but twenty five dollars gets you in. You can watch all the shows. I mean, mm-hmm. there there are all the more shows, shows are free. Than, yeah, there are more shows than just jousting. I mean, they've got. Uh, they I know they've got comedians. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, juggling, magic, mm-hmm. sword fighting, storytelling, music, so all, all the all the stuff. stuff. I mean, it is an awesome opportunity for anybody who just, I mean, even if you're not interested in that fancy kind of stuff, it's just an opportunity to go out, maybe get some food, hang out with some friends. Like, it's a good atmosphere for anybody. Kids are welcome, especially kids are welcome. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a really friendly kid environment. Yeah, definitely a good opportunity to buy some Christmas gifts, too, because there's, I think, over 100 vendors out there who, you know, sell their stuff. And most of it is, like, family businesses like we are. And so it's a really good opportunity to, like, support your local businesses in Louisiana. I don't know if it's still there, but my favorite thing from one year I went was you were able to make your own candle out of a cup. That is still there, yes. (laughs) It was a really nice-smelling candle, too, but it wasn't too fragrant, so it didn't, like, blow you out of the Mm -hmm. room. Like, it was just a nice candle. 
Yeah, you can make them out of wax or like the sand candles, I think they do now too. Interesting. That's pretty cool. So yeah, I, I really just wanted to talk to you about uh, the Renaissance Festival, obviously. <laughs> um, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know I've talked about education. Bailey, you were my former student. How was it? Was I terrible? Was I awful? Was I... I would say you were a good teacher. I was very much checked out of your class because it was world geography, and I was not interested in it at mm. all. So confirmed, <laughs> I was a boring teacher. She wasn't you weren't boring. Was the saying. subject huh? was boring, okay? You made it fun. We did that project where it was like budget for oh, a vacation. vacation that was yeah. I liked doing that. It was easy. It was fun. I liked hearing about Ethan's romantic getaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an awesome experience. <laughs> I liked I liked teaching high school. I loved and being involved in the students. And right now, it's a kind of a microcosm of that because I'm getting to interview you mm-hmm. while you're a sophomore in college. I'm working here now, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, I think a lot of the students really loved you though. Like especially last year when you did the um, like the demon media thing mm-hmm. when you were kind of in charge of that. That was cool. I know. Um, so Zachary Edwards' older sister, Claire, we were roommates last year yeah. and she, she said that he was always talking about you and how cool yeah. you were. Student <laughs> of the year this year. Good oh, job, yeah. Zachary Edwards. Shout out to him. For sure. Yeah, that's awesome. So last thing I want to talk about before we end this one, um, I usually ask a question and you're, you were an orientation leader involved in a lot of things on campus. Mm-hmm. If you had one message to give to a student what would it be? Like, what, what's your message to a Southeastern student, a prospective Southeastern student? Mm, I've, I've been asked this question so many times, mm-hmm. and I never have, like, an immediate answer. If I had one, one message to give to everyone, what would it be for a Southeastern student? I would say get involved as much as possible because, you know, when you come to college, a lot of people are thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to be chill. I'm going to relax, just focus on my school, focus on myself. But getting involved is a really good way to make connections Mm -hmm. um, with people in the school and outside of the school. Um, I've gotten a lot of opportunities like outside of school, like for work, um, because I have so many connections and because I'm so involved in school. And I would just say, you know, find something that you really love or something that you're interested in and either join a club about it or make a club about it because it is definitely a, the best way to, to make the most of your college experience. My, um, the person over orientation, Amanda Hammonds, she'd always say to us, you get in what you put out of it. And I have put in a lot of my time and a lot of my effort into being involved on campus and it has definitely paid off because I have these so much opportunities I'm you know making money I am making connections and I would that is definitely the number one thing is to get involved awesome well thank you Blake for coming on it's been an awesome awesome time talking to you it's a good opportunity to learn a little bit more for and sure. do a little bit of advertising for an awesome event happening <laughs> in yeah so uh thank you all so much for listening to the tangent community download we'll be back next week obviously with a new episode uh airs saturday seven thirty here on 90.9 the lion your lion nation station we'll be back next time thank you so much for listening line up